What's good, baby? It's your boy, Chris Black, tapping in with Big TJ. What's going on? Tap, tap. Nav voice. I am just potting it up. I've had a great day. We've been busy working behind the scenes on lots of other stuff. I was pumping it up. I did a fat ass kettlebell routine. I got a haircut. I just took a shower. I'm, I'm feeling A plus and I need to feel A plus for today's pod. That must be nice. That's great. I love uh, nothing is I, I should try to maybe work out right before I pod so I can have that post pump flow. Um, of of because I just had a can of mud, which I thought was good, but maybe a workout combined with a can of mud and a shower would be the ultimate combination. Chris, funny you say that. You know why not have both? Because I am. I just cracked a can of mud right now. We're. I'm starting to run oh, low. God. I've only got that's abs- three cans left. Yeah, I'm running low too. I only have two cans left. Luckily, round two, season two, uh, is is coming soon. But I mean, I've just been, I've been glued to the news today, Jason. Because I'll tell you what, bro. <laughs> There's some shit happening out there. And, you know, we got President Joe Biden saying everybody's going to have a vaccine by May. We got Texas and Mississippi saying masks are over. You don't need them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, Texas. It's, Missis- it's, I it's, saw it's, Texas is 100% no masks, 100% capacity allowed at bars and restaurants. Like there's zero restrictions now in Texas. Is that pretty much it? That's that's what it's looking like. And, and that bodes the question, Jason. Did all of these podcasters actually make the right decision and should we be the first podcast duo to relocate to Oxford, Mississippi to (laughs) continue our empire? I think that, you know, because Oxford, Mississippi has a rich cultural legacy. Fat Possum Records is based there. There is a roadmap for us there. So if you if if you want to, I do. I, I feel like I know some people there, so we could get on out. What what to, what's it, what is it called? What what city in Mississippi? Oxford. Oxford. I've 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 dead ass. I've never even heard of that city in my entire life. I guess that doesn't totally surprise me since I'm southern. I I know some southern stuff, and and you know you don't. But it's mm-hmm. it's something that maybe just check out Zillow. I'm sure our, our money would go pretty mm-hmm. far there. Um, yeah, the these anchor the anchor ad payouts hit a little harder uh, in in Mississippi than than um, <laughs> the high tax rates of Southern Cali. Yeah, because the anchor bucks here in Glendale to barely keep my my family clothed, fed, and and matcha'd up. Uh, yeah, well, that matcha I can barely put matcha on the table. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> that matcha. I know you got a new dog, and I, I can't. I mean, that dog is lapping up matcha like it's going out of style. So it's something. It's to weird. Think about. It's weird how much that dog loves matcha. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. I mean, because it's I don't to a dog, you know, it doesn't seem like a great flavor to a dog, but also this dog, you know, eats rocks literally. So, you know, that's kind of what matcha tastes like. Much like its dad, Iron Stomach. Oh, Chris, I don't be eating rocks, though. I mean, speaking of Iron Stomach, I, I do have an, uh, an early 530 dinner date at the Grove location of cheesecake factory today so no tj so chris don't worry i'll be ordering from the skinny licious menu rest assured oh well i would love to know what's on the skinny licious menu compared to the but isn't the isn't the big i mean i've honestly never been to a cheesecake factory um but you should keep it that way there ain't nothing for you there don't don't worry i was not planning to patronize Mm -hmm. that establishment but is the isn't the isn't the big draw of the cheesecake factory the the bread um that is a that is a big draw just like when you hit escuela for your super spread fiesta with asap bari you know you're you're going you already you're going there for, i'm blasting cigs with nast and i'm rubbing guacamole all over my right, face right, right. you're going there for the chips and guac that you're eating because it takes you know an hour and a half for your taco to come out but not during covid jason we can't shame these restaurants <laughs> during covid they're doing their best jason watch me shame if that's the case then i hope you haven't had a single morsel of food today just black coffee brother 
That's all it is. You know, something else something else we should discuss on this podcast today is this this kid. His mom is the VP of Nike. Was. And he sold a hundred he, he bought a hundred and thirty two thousand dollars worth of shoes on her credit card <laughs> <laughs> for for reselling and and sleuth TJ. Mm-hmm. You you did discover some photos of this this guy standing in front of all the boxes and he he blurs his face out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it wasn't too hard to find. No, no, of course we know you're not that smart, but he's <laughs> it's this kid. I'm looking at a picture right now. It's him standing in front of I would say 300 boxes of Yeezy Boosts, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is wearing a Lakers jersey with a t shirt underneath with Dior Jordans, which sounds honestly <laughs> like a TJ fit if the Jordans came in <laughs> in your size. Am I am I mistaken? That is textbook TJ through and through. If I had my means and my affairs in order, that is exactly the type of outfit I would want to be wearing. Yeah, I just feel like the amount of money that can be made with this sneaker stuff is—it's it, still out there. It's still happening. It's like Bitcoin, you know. It's—it hasn't gone away. It's an annoying thing for older people to wrap their head around, and it's Good easy point. for them to make fun of. And you know, fourteen-year-olds are making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of it so the son's name is joe the 19 year old sneaker pusher named joe herbert uh boasted that his west coast streetwear company saying in may we did six hundred thousand. that's fam <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me that a 19 year old sneaker reseller named joe hebert got more money than us <laughs> this guy's last name is hebert well, if he made six hundred thousand in one month then he's making more money than his mom who's the vp of nike as well so good and it's I good mean, that he, he's we're not- that he's st- that he's a bag chaser like that because they went from a dual income household to a single and He's going to have to, you Great know, point. pay for his own college fund. I guess. Great point. I mean, I don't think I, I doubt that Joe Hebert as uh, a finesser is he to... going to be. What colleges will he be te- attending? At majoring in finessing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, that's a great question. If, mm-hmm. Do you think that finessing should be added to the curriculum at some higher learning institutions? Because I do. It could already be there for all we know. I mean, Stanford, I know you listen. Stanford University, I know you listen to this podcast. I wonder how many college professors listen to How Long Gone. I'm going to say less than we think. Look, define professor. You know what I mean? In 2021, you know, who isn't a professor is what I'm saying. Well, this podcast is an education, so it's kind of like, you know. Um, uh, education. It, so, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is kind of crazy about, about Texas reopening because they're like Mississippi, like, fine. Nobody's really surprised about that. Everyone assumed that they, they never even wore don't a Don't come for M-I-S-S, I-S-S, I-P-P-I like that. Look, I mean, that's fine. I will come for them. They know it. They like it, probably. It's Mississippi, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? That is a bridge I will burn because they haven't figured out how to build bridges in Mississippi yet. But Texas has been trending this way, much like Florida, the whole time. So that doesn't surprise me either. Mm -hmm. But I think, I mean, but Texas is a huge state in terms of population and in terms of just, you know, Square footage. It's it's so that's like a oh, oh, oh don't don't let TJ don't don't get into your real estate bag. Look, I, I heard saying, square footage yeah, and I got scared. In terms of, in real estate terms, Mississippi it's it's more of a charming bungalow, whereas uh, okay. as Texas is uh, I don't want to say castle, but you know it's a it's a, at the very least a palatial estate of a state. It's the very least a palatial estate. I would, but that's going to be huge, you know, because uh, you know if if Texas does that. I mean, I guess they, they just did it, and you know, if they're able as of it, it kicks in, it kicks in Wednesday. The question I have then is: Does South by Southwest uh, digital still happen? Is South by Southwest too cucked 
to they definitely are you kidding me yeah of course i mean luckily reading and leeds are happening in the uk we've already we we haven't confirmed our main stage performance yet but it's looking good for us jason just fyi okay thank god (laughs) i've been on the phone with caa all morning but it's looking positive we're not going to get our full guarantee but they are providing a helicopter to and from london it is covid stuff so we're 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 willing yeah well that's i mean that is wild that i didn't even think about the south by you know, the only, I guess it used to be the only reason why I would go to Texas. And now, you know, that's one time that I would avoid going to Texas mm. because it, it fucking sucks ass now, man. It used to be really fun. Well, yeah. Like most things, it, it gets ruined by people. By people and big tech. It gets ruined by big tech. Uh, but, um, but is it, you know, is it better or worse than like going there? whatever 15 years ago and you know, like getting blacked out on paps blue ribbon and then seeing like rat-a-tat dj while you like I'm fall feeling asleep attacked in a right gutter. now <laughs> <laughs> like is that is that better it wasn't a gutter jason it was the omni hotel it's actually fairly upmarket <laughs> for austin um this is this is a long time ago mm-hmm. um, or is it or is it better to you know get kicked out of like a microsoft house where somebody's like so hey what do you do <laughs> Microsoft house. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, what do you, you do? Come in here. We'll give you a margarita. Check out the new Surface tablet. Um, I I think those things are sadly equal and, mm-hmm. and more just a sign of the time. At least for yeah. one of them, people were fucking. No one's fucking at South by now. Well, they could be fucking, but it's virtual. Yeah, they're fucking the robots that they had to buy an extra first class ticket for. I mean, who's the joke on at the end of the day? <laughs> uh, does this, does, I'm sorry, sir. Does your robot have a wristband or <laughs> there's there's no plus ones? Just just so you know. Um, so I, I just I want to make that very clear. Um, but I, I, I do think this is the time for us to talk to our agents about possibly doing a how long gone tour of Texas. I think we rent an F-150, throw our, uh, throw our SM-57s and our H5 handy zoom recorders in the back. Mm -hmm. And we just put our boots on one, one foot at a time, like the rest of these Americans. And we go perform where where we're not really wanted, you know, cause most tours, it'll be like, all right, we got the big tour bus. You know, that's going to cost a couple hundred thou. Yeah. You know, Mountain Dew is going to wrap the whole thing and it'll be fine. We don't need that. We just need Anchor to give us like, you know, a three foot long die cut sticker. We'll put it on the hood (laughs) of an F-150. Well, that's what? $75 out the door. Luckily, I am a Enterprise Preferred Rewards member, so I can get us a decent rate on this F-150. I'm not sure if black will be available, um, and I, I have inquired. They will not let us paint it half blue, half green, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, without it, without an extra fee being incurred. So it's something to think about. Maybe white with the sticker, with an anchor sticker would be nice. Oh, yeah. And then I think that, I mean, I think we could just do that. I, I feel like we could do this. I don't know. You're, you're kind of the demos guy. You have the, all the info. So what's our Texas listenership looking like? Actually, Texas is pretty high. It's kind of, I mean, it might just be because there's so many people there compared to other states. But, you know, it's definitely in the top five of states behind, you know, the obvious big ones, you know, L.A., New York, Chicago, et cetera. I'm getting, I'm getting a little more breaking news, Jason, oh, um, that I wanted to report to you. Michael Sweet of the Christian metal band Striper um, <laughs> is concerned is concerned that it's just a matter of time before the Bible is canceled. 
Do you have any? Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts about the Bible being canceled? Look, I canceled the Bible a long time ago in my heart, brother. But yeah, I mean, the the Bible is problematic AF. It is problematic AF. I couldn't agree I mean, more. It literally tells you if you're gay, you'll fucking die. So like, I'm surprised it hasn't been canceled beforehand. I think the problem is that it's 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 um its readership agrees, you know. So it's <laughs> tough to it's kind of tough to kind of rule it out there. You know, what not I mean? unlike you know the Ben Shapiro podcast or something like that exactly when you're only talking to your narrow scope um you know it's it's easy to it's it's easy to stay mm-hmm. above water you know you're treading but it's something to th- it's something to think about and I, I if the you know if dr seuss if dr seuss can get canceled then i think it's down downright time for the bible to get the old ixnay. this feels like a cheap press ploy by striper they're always up to these tricks <laughs> trying to stay in the headlines <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys are always giving these one-liners to journalists. Mm, is tr- you know, is, is Striper spelled with a Y, if I recall? Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, this seems like something, Jason, that could have blossomed on the failing Clubhouse app is what it feels like to me. Dude, I actually bought my head into Clubhouse a couple days ago. I was like, you know what? Oh, just, to, just, to, just to do better. Just to kick the tires and see if there's something going on. And it still is truly... I, I could not care less about any of the rooms, any of the topics whatsoever. And I know like other other podcasters and comedians will go on there and make like funny troll joke rooms, but like I don't know, even that is not really funny. I, it's just it's all still bad. Right, at this point, I'm much more interested by NFTs and things like that than than fucking Clubhouse. <sighs> that makes one of us. Uh, I'm not the only <laughs> thing I'm interested in is the. Uh, NRC Nike Running Club or <laughs> the NTC Nike Training Club. Those are the those are the the big ends in my life. <laughs> okay, um, well, one of them costs money, and one of them can make you a lot of money for doing absolutely jack shit. First of all, Jason, just so you know, uh, the Nike training applications are actually free. Mm, um, but at what cost? A, they take your data. I know Joel Holder takes all that fucking data and sells it. <laughs> Joel, sells it to Joel Holder's crunching my data right now, and the only data I want to crunch. Is my fucking BMI, but he's focused on all this other stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Jason, we do have a guest today. Let's hope so. Let's hope we have a guest today. Um, the the guest today is Pasadena's own uh, Phoebe Bridgers, a Grammy nominated musician. She's also in the band Boy Genius with uh, How Long Gone favorites Julian Bas- Baker and Lucy Dacus, uh, and Better Believing Community Center with uh, yeah. Bright Eyes Legend Oklahoma's own Connor Oberst. For if you're listening to this show, you don't really need an introduction of. Do you think she's? Do you think she's working harder than us? I don't. No, hell no. I mean, she was. Okay. She she at at certain points in her life. Definitely, she's working harder than us. But right now, we're working harder than any musician. I think so. Well, that's a good we point. We release oh, four a albums a week. She's only put out two. So what you're saying is she's actually lazy. Because that's what I'm hearing. Do better, Phoebe. And that's that's an interesting take. Yeah, she's only in 14 bands at a time, but we're putting out three podcasts a week. Look, I'm so. saying, I'm just at the very moment, you know, our, our release schedule and cadence and everything else, it is uh, traveling at a respectable breakneck speed. But, you know, when, when she's, you know, on, on a crazy 100-city yeah. tour, playing show after show, leaving it all on the stage, you know, that what we do pales in comparison to that. You know, Jason, I think we're on our way to Red Rocks in 2021, so we mm-hmm. have that in common. <laughs> um, all right, let's give her a buzz. Phoebe, are you are you doing a lot of zooms in your in your day to day? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like important uh, business meetings or just like friend hangs. I mean, it's like everything, everything now. It everything. fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? 
Overall, we're doing pretty well. We're just hanging out in Cali, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Wait. You know the vibes. Yeah, one of you guys is Cali and one of you guys is New York. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Or is that incorrect? Funny you ask. Um, yes, but I'm in Cali right now. So, it's we're all we're all on the same time zone, but I've cur- I'm I'm doing both for a little while like a true asshole. <laughs> Sick. Um, you got to put that in your Instagram bio, the like plain LA, plain NY. You know, I've, th- I've thought about that, and I think that that joke would unfortunately not work for my audience. I, I, I thought about it, but I, I've decided not to pull the trigger. But he is booked and busy overall. But yeah, I'm actually, I'm in Glendale. Chris is in Hollywood, but from New York, and you're in Pasadena, or where are you at? I live in Highland Park now. Shit. Um, HP yeah, I know. Up. I'm one of those guys. Hey, one of one of you guys. We have beef with Highland Park, so I'd love for you to defend it here on this podcast. It's the new Santa Monica, man. You know? <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a good thing, Phoebe. <laughs> no. no. That's it's a plus? Not. That's a plus? No. No. I, I was at the... Um, Silver Lake Reservoir a couple years ago because I, I my apartment was in Silver Lake for years and years and years mm-hmm. and uh, and I was at the reservoir and and there's that like cute meadow and I had my dog there mm-hmm. and this man mm-hmm. <clears throat> with like AirPods in takes them out to go excuse me ma'am um, there's actually no dogs in the park and I just wanted to be like what the fuck like <laughs> you're this is like a citizen's arrest mm-hmm. for like having a dog in this fucking park right now like mm-hmm. one he's a 15 year old pug dog asleep like mm-hmm. it's not he's not like fucking shit up and like tearing up your fucking lawn bro <laughs> like what what is your stake are you like an investor in the fucking silver lake meadow like <laughs> did you, did you, you know put, what I mean? how much money do you have in the silver lake meadow, sir? <laughs> yeah. i can see right through you everywhere is santa monica soon I guarantee it. Like everything is turning into that. No, I agree. The Silver sure. Lake that I I used to live right by the reservoir, and and it's just I can't even do it anymore. The the whole city is just a real. It's it's a bunch of people like that, and you just want to tell them to hey, screw you, buddy. Yeah, hey, screw you, buddy. That's what I say to everybody. That's why my allegiances are to West Hollywood, the original bad neighborhood. Exactly. It's just it, it's never it's always been bad, and that's why <laughs> you know what you're getting into. I feel the same about Pasadena. It's just like old assholes and they're they've been there forever yeah west hollywood is the original i mean that was our first air one right like <laughs> good point thank you thank you for saying our yeah <laughs> yeah yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm glad we can share that together yeah but i prefer you know jason and i have been checking out the new silver lake location and the seating is great i don't know if you've been yet but it's it's not it's not the original i'll say that um it's better yeah i mean i am there like every day which sucks uh why does that suck? Yeah, what do you mean? You're rich. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> I'm just bad at grocery shopping, and so I think my gift to myself is just like it's also a thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're just mm. um you're just like I need to leave my house cuz I haven't left in 3 days. Mm. And so Well, what is your go-to beverage? I don't want to pry, <laughs> but there's a there's a there's something called the Coco Chino that we are big fans of on this show and I just wanted to know if you had tried it or not. Doctor, okay, here's the here's here's overheard L.A. for me. Break it down, Bridgers. When I was getting my Doctor Wu tattoo, he told me of the Cocochino, and so I ordered one next time, and it's Fuck. fucking sick. So it's you sick. so you're pulling so out of good. the Roosevelt Hotel. You type in Erewhon, <laughs> Santa Monica on the Literally. Tesla, and it takes you right there. Yes, yes. and I got a Cocochino. Isn't it cool it's, it's just great. being LA and dumb as hell? You know what I mean? It's just kind of dude. Fun I'm sometimes. I'm gonna reclaim 
being boring and stupid. Like I, I think they're popular because people like them. You know, like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't need a new thing. You're 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 ahead of the curve because it took us. You know, we we figure that out in in you know our mid to late thirties, and you are able to have this breakthrough. You know, earlier in your life, so you're just mm-hmm. you know the youth just continue to amaze me is what I'm saying. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. But I think I think going to Erewhon every day is a great thing. You know, you're shopping like the French or the European do. You don't have a bunch of frozen yes, things. You yes. you go to the market, you sniff a fucking pear, and then you figure out what you're going to make that day. It sounds great. You seem like the kind of chick that just demands freshness, you know. And I think that's what that's what this is that's what this really comes down to. If I buy real groceries, I don't know how to be a, a functioning adult. I think is the answer. Like, I, if I buy groceries, they'll rot in my fridge, and then I'll feel guilty about throwing them out. That's right. I'm like, wow, I spent three hundred bucks filling my fridge of, and I thought I was gonna make gnocchi, and I fucking didn't. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so <clears throat> I think. You know, spending fifteen bucks a day on a smoothie is is actually kind of more cost effective than, than the way. And also, if you if you go and you like, I'm just going to buy like some chips and crackers and pretzels, things to snack on. That's all done in a day for me. Yes, totally. After the discovery of the Quinn's gluten free peanut butter filled pretzels, you know, I'm having. To what go, are you I'm talking to to about? Seven- what the fuck are you talking about? What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you've had a you've had a peanut butter filled pretzel before, right, Phoebe? Yes. Crunchy on the outside, peanut buttery on the inside. You, yeah. you love them. I used to buy them from Costco in a thing that was like... Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm making signs with my hands on this podcast right now just for the listeners. For listeners at home, she kind of <laughs> mimed a big old tub that you might find yeah. at Costco. Yeah. It was it was it's bigger. Big it was tub. probably bigger than it was in reality, but she was really getting her point across. No, dude. It's Costco. It's like... <laughs> when you buy food at Staples, that's what it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a brand called Quinn's. And they're gluten free. They're extra crunchy. I can't stop munching them. And you, you should give them a try sometime. You have more to lose teeth wise than we do, so you should probably be careful. Just because you're, you know, you're in front of the camera a little more than we are. But they, the crunch is severe. I'm so game. Well, those they we used to have them at the studio, like the regular pretzels. Um, mm. Being uh, gluten free used to be restrictive. It, I feel like it helps me eat healthy like it was like oh there's one thing i can eat on this menu or vegan or whatever and now it's just like especially with erwan it's like do you want a fucking cake for breakfast <laughs> it's vegan and gluten-free and has no processed sugar mm-hmm. the, like the, they're, the they're getting too are smart yeah so are you are it's you fucked. vegan and gluten-free yes i <laughs> i you know if that I, didn't if, that didn't that sounded like a lie because be because if i'm that. drunk because if I'm drunk, I'm just like, is that pizza? Like, a thousand percent. Mm. Give me that. Okay, okay. Pick your battles. Yeah, Jason and I are both early adopters of the vegan lifestyle, and we've since moved on, obviously. Um, but we were more on the animal rights side of things because it was the 90s. And the advancements are staggering. It really, it, it really is crazy. And I don't think it's – I don't. Th- I think it's less fun. There's no search involved. Anymore. Exactly. There's no search, but it's I. It's not special. I I I really like vegan food, and and that's what I stick to the most. I think the gluten free thing is just like a way to not eat constant carbs. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. like when I smoke cigarettes, I felt this way where I'm like, I'm really tired. It must be the cigarettes. Like if you take bad shit out of your diet you realize what is actually just your brain you're like oh i should have slept more because i eat great <laughs> like oh i'm just depressed so now you can start smoking again is what you're saying yep. okay exactly yeah just a clean slate for cigarettes is what it is they're 
Cigarettes are back, though. Cigarette, the jewel is canceled, and regular classic cigs, analog cigs are back. Analog cigs, yeah. It's f- well. What was your brand when you smoked, Phoebe? Guess. Um, I mean, I'm going to say Winston's. you started out Marlboro Light, Parliament, and then American Spirit. There was no uh, progression in that. You were right the first time that I just Marlboro through and through. I I could and Marlboro lights are fucked up because you can just smoke like six of them mm-hmm. and and be like I had a cigarette. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they're the diet coke uh, of cigs. You're like, what just happened? Yeah, exactly. There? The Lacroix yeah. of cigs, perhaps. I actually think Marlboro lights are the coolest cig, Jason. If I had mm-hmm. to, if I had to choose a brand, it's the Everyman cig. It's a little bit of an Olsen like thing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I think they've really held that down and made it made it cool. <laughs> Wow, I love that fact that you know. <laughs> Phoebe, are you into the Olsen twins? Yeah, I mean, style icons for me. Like, they just are constantly, like, shrouded in black. And I str- mm. and they have, like, they look like they haven't brushed their hair in, like, years. I feel like that's my goal. <laughs> if you, if you want to look rich and famous, like, dress like shit at a fancy place. Mm-hmm. And, and so... I I really have taken that to heart and I'll dress really fancy for like house shows because I think it's funny <laughs> and then uh, and like shows and then I'll and then you'll wear a burlap sack when you're doing the Amex party that you don't tell anybody about exactly yeah <laughs> That's, we call that we call that getting pretty woman when you get when you get paid a lot of money to go play like someone's wedding or something mm. like <laughs> Pretty, getting pretty you're like woman. invited but you're not part of it you know like it's yeah you're 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 the hired help but you're also getting paid way more money than anybody else there by far yes exactly it's the dark underbelly of of the entertainment business that no one wants to talk about jason you know mm-hmm. if, if you want to if you want to fly me to dubai for an oil baron that has some <laughs> questionable questionable backgrounds and it's mm-hmm. a, the money is right i'll be there yeah yep I'll, de- I'll DJ in Saudi Arabia. Fuck it. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ha- like these opportunities aren't going to be there forever. You have to take them when you're hot. You know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. You got to take them when you're hot. <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm not going to be hot forever. I've got to be hot for money for like 10 more years, probably. You're damn right. You know, and that's pushing it. And then yeah. you're going to have to start podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> then then it all crumbles and you'll you'll have a podcast where you make significantly less money and you're more embarrassed at all times <laughs> all right so so phoebe you're we're we're vegan we're not eating gluten we're not smoking cigs what what vices do you have nowadays mm, i mean i said i go to erewhon like once a day uh i think i think buying healthy food i don't know if i would call that a vice it's a it's, vice, but it doesn't squeeze too hard. Yeah, unless they sell cocaine at Erwan, that doesn't count. So you're gonna have to find something better. They're like two <laughs> years away from that. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, yeah, Gavin Newsom's trying to push that bill. 2024. Totally. We need we need to sell coke totally. at Erwan. <laughs> what the fuck are my vices? My vices are like really disturbingly long walks, like 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 mental mentally ill walks okay what no we need a st- we need a step we need a step count we need a time we need a obviously you're listening to how long gone on those walks mm-hmm. but like what else are you listen what else are you listening to lots of podcasts um i love uh reveal i love hidden brain mm-hmm. um i've been listening like lots of nerdy po- like uh invisibilia and 
99% invisible and Hell yeah. like just nerdy, just brain. All the, all the legacy Damn. NPR head ass podcasts. Yeah. No, those are all yeah. great ones. I used to head, head ass podcasts a lot. Yeah. Head ass, I used to go <laughs> hiking. I used to go hiking at Griffith Park, listen to Hidden Brain and be like, that's it. I figured out life, yeah. bro. All I have to do is be motivated in this one specific way. Yeah. It's got, it's got, it's, I like that it's so that everybody seems so sweet because it could so easily be like Elon Musk eats a raw egg every morning and that's what you have to do. Like it's just not that. Totally. It's like it's it's very it's a fun psychology podcast. So so you're going on long long solo walks. Like you're going until the AirPods die. Head ass walk is what you're saying. Oh yeah, AirPods constantly dying. <laughs> are you are you are you dressed for like sport or are you wearing your regular clothing? Dressed for sport. If I I dress like a tech mogul, I uh, my like <laughs> the the things that I let my close friends see me in are so embarrassing. Like it's not just like oh I'm wearing my sweats. It's like I'm wearing my Lululemon set and a top bun and like yeah. holding my smoothie like this. Like again, hand signals on a podcast. But this sounds cool to me. I don't see an issue because that's kind of how I let Jason see me. So I think we have that in common. But that's just more of like a dude style thing, like. Uh, you, like streetwear, like you know, like, uh, fucking. Do not, do not say that's a that's a triggering word on this podcast. Our audience is, our audience just had a full meltdown. I don't, to I don't think I've ever seen wear. anyone so pained to say that word out. It, I, just the look on your face when you said the word streetwear is just like oh, pure, just disgust. Pure I disgust. It. Yeah, I think the I think the world is ready for athleisure bridges, though. You know, it's fine. I try to make it like health goth. Do you remember oh. that whole shit? Oh, I definitely um, remember health. Oh goth. yeah. I thought you were going to go with, I thought there was going to be some sort of like puffy vest in the mix when you said tech mogul, but I guess that's be. a bridge too far. There for you. is, there is, <laughs> um, there's a, it's called ministry of supply and they make a heated coat that I love. I don't need LA. it in LA. I don't need it in LA, but I just had it. Is it Bluetooth? You know, the fucked up thing about this fucking coat is that if you put your phone in the pocket, it'll charge. So Phoebe, no, this is bad. This is bad. Phoebe, this is the, the major label coach. deal changed you, bro. It really yeah, oh, is charging. You switched up. I know. Are we, do we have some hokas on the feet, or is it, are you a Nike girl? What is it? Nike. I have a VaporMax black Nikes. Love, but I used to have disintegrating, just like right out the fucking store Nikes that like didn't have shoelaces anymore because i wore them so much uh and i feel like i've stepped up my game slightly but that's like my mostly costume mm-hmm. that's mostly my costume yeah that's kind of everyone's mostly costume in la yeah if i get recognized in it i like want to kill myself because it just is like oh, i'm not the character i'm at 365 I, I, w- I did not prepare to be perceived today <laughs> no we cannot see you if I caught you, trust me, if I caught you at 365, we're both embarrassed and I'm not saying anything. Cause we if can't. I see somebody I sort of know at 365, it's so it's worse than seeing like my mortal enemy. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to just tip your hat and, and keep it moving. You have to We have to normalize tipping your hat. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be careful in the Vapor Max though. I just want to tell you that. You know, they could be they're just you know, don't run. If you're walking, you're fine, but I just wanna I just don't want you to get sent shin splints or anything, you know. I can't run. My my knees are um super fucked up like an old man um so so i walk that's why i walk for so long (laughs) and uh and i actually got a knee injury last year from my what the fuck are they called you guys probably know but those like gen z sneakers that are like really tall 
that have like a ox on them or something. Were you wearing were you wearing no bull shoes? Maybe. What are you talking about? Uh are they in my closet? Are you a, are you a crossfitter? Are you a crossfitter? Hold on, she's going to pull this shit out the closet. <laughs> we're getting a, a worldwide exclusive uh closet tour. I have my Gen Z shoes. Um these bad boys. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Phoebe, no. Yes. You have I to love ask them. us first. I love them. Are they? <laughs> Did you get those at the mall? No, I asked my, what are they called? Those, those are when you graduate from the, from the big filas. Exactly. They're, they're, they're extra filas. Um, I asked for them for my birthday from my drummer who's dating like a 20-year-old woman <laughs> so i was like get, i was like get me those crazy shoes that gen z kids wear and then i was wearing them and i fell into a pothole in <laughs> omaha and like haven't worn them since i literally got injured so so yeah thank you Damn, for the max war- warning that's very what what's point. up with the knees though is is it just from rocking or is it a lifelong issue i think uh, this thing happens on my shoes where the outside are completely worn down mm. so i think i walk super weird you walk wrong i walk it's the gay walk it's the gay stomp um you're always uh, stomping around town i've noticed <laughs> yeah well that's probably bad for the knees i was i was taking a walk with my drummer on tour and i he was on the phone a couple steps behind me and i didn't realize he was out of breath and he was like oh i'm on a walk with phoebe so running <laughs> like i didn't realize i walk like with my head completely down my feet completely turned out in my back like it's it's very angry i also have bitchy resting face in such an extreme degree so uh i have to do a lot of like emotional labor when people do recognize me in public where i've been walking like a hunchback like look furious and then they catch my eye and i like look like i'm gonna kill somebody and then i have to be like oh my god hi thank you like i have to make up for it or something i don't know i think your fans might want to see you in that in that hunchback angry yeah, state. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I think it's cooler if you're mean to them. I mean, they might disagree, but you know. Yeah, do like a Morrissey persona. Have you ever had to sign somebody's arm and then they get it tatted up Morrissey style? Ooh, I've written things that people have gotten tattooed before, but I've never signed. I remember uh, for like an auction, I signed a guitar and I like misspelled my own name because <laughs> I was in my own head. So nobody make me do that. I have a hard time spelling spelling Phoebe as well. The the E before the O. What the what the hell? It's a hard name. I know it makes no sense. I told Jason the story, but I saw a guy outside of Mario that had the Morsi tat on his like forearm, like big, and I was like, man, this is hitting very different in 2021 than when you got this in like 2000. And That's I, why I you like, can't. There's no hiding it. It's his entire forearm. Yeah. You know? When I went to Marilyn Manson's house, he told me that Uh-oh. somebody got a. Uh, there was a woman who had, he'd done that for her like 150 times and she got it tattooed every time. And I want to know where she is right now. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's make a, yeah. let's make a 12 part podcast docuseries about that person in her life. Yeah. You know, I have a 12 part podcast docuseries fantasy for myself. Um, I feel like that's, that's, it's called my thirties. It's going to be my <laughs> new path. I'm going to stop making records. Uh, <laughs> there's this band, um, so I'm I'm in a band with him, obviously, but also he's very close to me, uh, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. And there was this band. When, and so we share a lot of band members and a bunch of friends. And when he was a teenager, not yet signed, uh, there was this band called N Angle, 
that was coming out around the same time, if you play them in conjunction, it will make you so itchy. It's so crazy. Like, it's like this band just copied everything about Connor except not good lyrics. It's like they're really cringy. It looks like it's it's like word jumble lyrics, but everything is the same. His brother thought it was him. And there was a minute where they had like a million dollar record contract or something. It's probably not a million, but like an insane amount of money offered to them to basically be like, we can't get that Bright Eyes band, so we'll just get you instead. It's going to make you so angry. Like, and it may, and I want to know where those people are. I want to know like who thought of it. I want to know why they, it exists. They're, they're doing... <laughs> They're doing A and R probably at Capitol Records. Now. <laughs> totally. You know, they, they oh my god. They they definitely got a job in the business somewhere. So they're totally. called N Angle. N Angle, like the letter N. Yes. No, like N A N. Oh A N. Okay. And if you go back in their records, the one that looks like the lifted cover, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know literally also the exact same album art as Connor's, um, or the Fevers and Mirrors cover, lifted from Bright Eyes. Yeah, li- <laughs> lift, It's been lifted from Bright Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> But don't the, do that, don't do that Jason. <laughs> I cannot resist when the, the fruit is hanging so low. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't set him up like that either. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we need to look into that because I feel like that's the band that I feel like I know that name. I, I've seen Bright Eyes many, many times in my in my life just because I've been around for that long. But I feel like I, I feel like that does ring a yeah, bell. Yeah, when to you me. said Ann Angle, that did sound familiar. Check it out. Listen to listen to Fevers and Mirrors, and then listen to that fucking record with, that looks almost exactly like the same album art. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was also that was also like a time. I mean, that's like what yeah. like every a lot of bands wanted to be Bright Eyes in that time. Yeah, a lot of handmade cover art on the seven inches. <laughs> you know, a lot of hair in the face on the stage. Yes, you know, deeply four track recordings when you didn't you had access to a studio but you just chose not to go <laughs> totally bb let's talk about when it's you went to Mar- let's talk can we talk about when you went to marilyn manson's house please it, it, sure because you said that and then, and then yeah uh, don't yeah i made sure to write it down on my little notepad mm-hmm. so uh walk us through that please where where's the crib um he was living in hollywood at the time and long story short i i tweeted about it because i think that it's been so disturbing reading everybody's accounts of what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, I only hung out with him for like three hours and I was with adults and a couple of my friends and his behavior was so gross and weird that it was shocking to me. Like he was, he was like performing a character and I felt like with my limited experience, I could corroborate those stories just from that Mm -hmm. you know like it just it was super dark he made tons of fucked up jokes and said the n-word and was like i was just like oh wow this is like a full-grown adult um what was the what was the guise of your visit was it like somebody was friends and you were just going because it's like this is wild to go to marilyn manson's house yeah my my friend's parents work on a tv show that he was going to be a part of so it was like not only not only social it was like him trying to be the best version of himself because he wanted to be a part of this project. Shit, and so shit. it was pretty... And I was a huge fan. I was like a big metalhead, and I loved like new metal. And um, sure. it was super... It bummed me out. And it, it took me a long time to realize how gross it was. I think when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, there's something I didn't get about it. Or like, he must have... He must have... He must not actually be like that. It must have been a... You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to trick yourself out of it. Um when when he was like spending the whole time trying to make people uncomfortable and i like sat in a chair and he was like i fucked so many chicks in that chair like just oh, so you were a, you were a kid 
Or you were? I, I was like 19. Okay. Okay. Um, still. Yeah, I was a fan, and and I was with my friends, and yeah, it just sucked. It are sucked. you are you good at separating the art from the artist? <laughs> no, because also I think it dated pretty badly. But I also think that's a big conversation to have. I think the dangerous thing when people get called out is like they're like well they always sucked anyway it's like that's not the point yeah that happened with the ryan adams thing where everyone was like i always fucking hated ryan adams anyway i was like really because i loved him Mm -hmm. and and that's the point is that some is like i don't know people's portrayals of of um abusers are never nuanced or i think it's getting better but it it really is nuanced it's like it could be fucking john lennon you can be whoever and you and and you contributed to the american songbook in a real amazing way and you suck i i think <laughs> i think that like they i've always hated them argument is just like no, that's a lie stupid yeah, yeah yeah i mean sometimes it's true but it's a lot easier to make fun of like ariel pink uh, and like mu- music that fucking sucks <laughs> like it's more fun yeah. it's more fun to cancel that's- there's there's nothing more disappointing than than like something you love. That's literally what that's literally what we said when all that happened. I was like, I thought Ariel Pink. I didn't know anybody cared about Ariel Pink for real. I feel I thought that, <laughs> that was like 2010, and it just breezed by us. I didn't yeah. realize that was like a thing people really cared about. But I we talked about this with with Marilyn Manson specifically because I think it's interesting how swiftly everyone professionally like walked away from him, and I think that is partly because he's not valuable anymore in a, in a monetary way. Whereas like. We've talked about the Morgan Wallen thing too. It's like his label dropped him, but he's still they're still making money off of the record that just came out. That's number yep. one for eight weeks in a row. So it's like I think that those like I just think there's a lot going on with this stuff where it's not quite as simple as, as we think it is when when something bad happens. No, they fucking knew they were protecting him. It happens so like Ryan's management knew like. Mm-hmm just a thousand percent and it and even if you don't believe it it's your responsibility to look into it you know like you're selling something um so it's yeah it's just super fake every time anybody like pretends like they didn't know about something yeah um or like even trump getting taken off twitter it's like y'all could have done that the whole time he was just making you a lot of fucking money and twitter was in the news every fucking day because of the president. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't look. We're we're not going to badmouth Donald Trump on this podcast. So you just you just you just you tread lightly, okay? And Jack yeah. too. We stand with Jack and Big Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's Big who we. Twitter. That's who we side with. Yeah, that's who we side with. No, but I agree. I'm glad that your third eye is open, Bridgers. I'm happy to hear that. Fucking open it. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck Marilyn Manson. <clears throat> And also, you were I on mean, the cover of Gay Times, and you were talking about walking like a gay person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. <laughs> do those things? Do those things coincide? Is that is that something people should buy the magazine to hear more about? Is that is that what we're doing? Can't remember if I talk about my walk in Gay Times. Um, yeah, but I do think I do think every gay woman has the shared experience of their mom being like, "Why do you walk like that? Like you're so loud." <laughs> like, it's like mama (laughs) to be fair once you showed us those shoes it all made a lot more sense you know i think that's that's causing the walk to be loud i don't know if it's oh they also do this fun like like on any floor like (laughs) so squeaky those shoes those shoes need to go in the garbage no 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 (laughs) but they i mean you know you, you you said you come from a new metal background as well that that shoe fits what 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 type of new metal were we were we growing up on other than Double M? 
I, I mean, like awesome shit, like the Mars Volta and oh, okay. stuff. So yeah. not, so not Evanescence. We're talking about Mars Volta. You know, I never had an Evanescence phase, although I don't know why. Like it was made for me. Um, it all checks out but, for you, actually. Now that I think about yeah. it. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, Phoebe, the Evanescence catalog from Wind Up Records is available to stream on Spotify. So just check that out when we, fin- yeah. when we finish. Never too late. Yeah, it's never too yeah. late. It's never too late. I'm not a Mars Vol. Honestly, not for me. I'm an at the drive-in um, stan only. I love at the drive-in. Same same shit to me. I love I love both. Yeah, they're pretty much the same shit. At the drive-in really blew my fucking mind though. The first time, like there was like nothing like that. Like yeah. nothing that sounded like that. And also the way they were on that stage voice is stuff. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big. I was a big fan, Jason. Their hair's so love poofy. Cedric. So poofy, so handsome. You're also on the cover. You're also on the cover of Alternative Press. And that, oh, that, yeah. Let's really talk. That's that's my Vanity Fair. That's your Vogue, <laughs> is it not? Yeah, I had a. I used to cut out like alt press pictures and put them on my wall and stuff. So is there? So I can. So you're saying I can finally take down my Jimmy World pull out poster and replace it with a Phoebe Bridgers Alternative Press branded poster? Yeah, definitely. Do you think is it is it weird to think that you're that you're bigger than you know like Bright Eyes or 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 any of these people like that who you kind of grew up idolizing perhaps? It's news to me. <laughs> well, it's how many times did Bright Eyes play SNL? You know. Yeah, although I think they they uh, they were more punk rock than me. Like I think they every television show was probably correctly afraid of them yeah. uh, trashing something or. They got in trouble for smashing all their instruments on like a really, really ancient stage once. <laughs> so I think word spread pretty quick. That's why. <laughs> that's why we like you. That's why we like you, Bridgers. You're a classic sellout, and that's something we can. Get I really on. am. Do you know what I mean? I know. We're going on L. Have you gone? On, have you done Ellen? No. Not above it. <laughs> Good. Good answer. Because I was going to say that's we haven't we done get Ellen. To- waiting for the call. Mm-hmm. We got to get into the. That's where it's really. That's where it's really hitting. Is that stay-at-home mom, three p.m. hour? That's the true crossover we're looking for. SNL, you got to stay up late. That's tough. Totally. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know if I were to play an Ellen or something, my next. I'm just. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm. This is how much I plan ahead. But every uh, time I get like another virtual show offer or something, I'm like, fuck. But I've played that song a million times, and you can watch it on YouTube like right now. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of doing it over and over? But the next one I get, I'm going to do it acoustic. I'm going to smash the shit out of, like, an acoustic guitar on, like, 3 p.m. mom television. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my still selling out, but, you know. You have, you have some smashing to redeem yourself for? You want to you wanna do a proper smash? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I want to just, yeah, do it again. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I think you should do it. I think you should do it every single television performance exactly. now until the end of your career is For what sure. I think. I think you should make it part of your personal brand. Yeah, I want to. Who Who are some of your all time favorite smashers? I mean, the inspiration for it was definitely Bright Eyes, especially because I had Nate Walcott from Bright Eyes playing trumpet, mm. and there's this amazing television uh, performance of them smashing their instruments, and and it zooms in really far on Nate smashing his trumpet. Uh, tough thing to smash. Funny. Very tough thing. To Especially, smash. he's very soft spoken and super sweet. And it took me a long time to understand his sense of humor. Where I was like, "Oh fuck, Nate doesn't like me," and he's actually just like really quiet and thoughtful mm-hmm. and really fucking funny. Uh, but it's way more funny to watch those people lose it. You know, like he just yeah. murdered the trumpet. <laughs> so yeah, like. <laughs> Kurt Cobain diving through the drum kit, you know, that you kind of expect it. 
But, you know, yeah, Bright Eyes, exactly. you know, singing a tear-jerking ballad and then smashing a trumpet. It's the best. That's that's true punk right there. Exactly. That is. We've talked about, actually, all of your um, your quarantine performances. I feel like you've been quite prolific in the pre-tape. I, I think that we maybe, I think the pre-tape should maybe stick around. I think people have done such a good job and made it so interesting. And I, I watch a lot of um, late-night performances on youtube from some of my favorite bands like the gin blossoms and the goo goo dolls <laughs> and and uh you know it's just it, it is a little one note on the stage the whole time but are those productions i think people might not they're really involved like that's a lot of work what you're doing i will never be able to relinquish this amount of control <laughs> there's nothing scarier yeah. than playing late night and it's just like it's the i mean I, everybody's so sweet i've only had great experiences but it's still like live it's uh not your sound person you're ner- when i'm nervous my top of my range and the bottom of my range just quit like there was this one time with we were playing seth meyers with boy genius and i hit this big note and instead it was like a really loud yodel uh and i it was just mortifying and and so getting to hear mixes <laughs> back and have the freedom to like i don't know to do one shot things in a haunted theater like it's just more interesting it's also I, if I move at all on stage, I'll fuck up. So I have to, yeah, I have to stand completely still on normal late night and just like <laughs> sing and, and look insane. I think there's merits to both. But as the performer, I, I could imagine liking the, the pre-tape thing a lot more for control. Purposes. Yeah, it's just like doing yeah, this you know, podcast versus doing a radio show. You know, we, I, we mm-hmm. can, I'm going to edit this and make us all sound as good and smart as possible. Because why wouldn't you? Chill, 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 chill. Don't give away the sauce like that, bro. Come on. They think I got... They They call me one-take Chris. Don't do this. Don't ruin my mystique. I like to be good and smart as much as possible. The real question, though, and a question I have, who's who's paying for this shit? Is the label paying? Is the is, is James Corden coming out of his fat Gucci pockets and laying down some Skrilla? Or, like, how is this How is this happening? Like, who's paying label. for this? Because it's not cheap. It's the label. Um, and, and some of it's pretty archaic, like especially with uh, showing up and playing late night, like they'll make your label pay like 20 grand for you to show up and play their show what? that they're making a killing on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but you know, it's like, it's a uh, invaluable promotion. Mm-hmm. And so now, <laughs> and I used to be like, fuck that or whatever. And then now doing it from home, I'm like, please give me $20,000 so I can rent out this theater that's unionized and yeah. all the staff can work it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, it awesome. does cost money. Like there's so much production value involved. Like, please let me get a lighting person. And mm-hmm. please let me, I, I thought I had a cheap idea, which was to play and sing from my bed and, uh, and like green screen into Carnegie hall that i did for corden damn and uh and and i did it for corden and it was like it's one of my favorite ones but i was like you you i was like the label's gonna love this it's gonna be super cheap and they were like that costs so much fucking money like you know what a green screen studio during covid costs (laughs) what was the who did you do the car one for where you're like driving in circles that was james corden yeah again damn corden loves your ass damn yeah, I was on twice. Must be nice. Yeah, it was it was super fun, and and I love uh, crews like that because they had a lot of ideas. Like I was like, I'm gonna do circles, and that was actually Connor's idea. He was like, you should drive around and do like tricks in your car. I was like, I can't do that. But <laughs> tricks, tricks. <laughs> but they you're, were like, you're you're a stunt driver, right? Yeah, but they just edited in very obvious stunts. Like they were, I love that. And same with uh, Colbert. Like when Better Oblivion played Colbert. Uh, we were like, maybe it should be all VHS. And they were like, got it. Yes. And then worked on this whole thing. 
I love that. I love when somebody just like takes your idea and flies with it. Mm-hmm. What's your name, yeah, kid? I love when You're somebody hired. takes my idea. <laughs> yeah, I love when somebody takes my idea and then makes the reality while I sit around and watch. That's my per- that's exactly. my favorite. Exactly. That's what Jason does every three times a week with this podcast. So it's it's really nice to live that reality. Yeah. Are you was, are, so you, what are was, you are you getting better with your delegation as you as you become more experienced? Yeah. I think so. There's nothing worse than that feeling of of being like I can relax and leave the room because I explained what I wanted and mm-hmm. and they're going to do it. And then you come back and it's all fucked up and you're like, I can never have a moment of peace. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever been envious of when, you know, a band just walks off stage because they have bad sound issues or they just say like, fuck this and just leave like Oasis style or something? I would do that. There was one time I played, like we were talking about the pretty woman situation. I played like mm-hmm. a tech conference or something and mm-hmm. they paid me too much money and it was a block away from the venue I was playing that night. So I was like, no problem. And people were screaming over me and it was just me and an acoustic guitar. Marshall was supposed to be singing with me and he just played HQ on his phone. Do you remember that game? <laughs> yeah. While we were singing, he played H- HQ because it was so... <laughs> And I think I even said, like, fuck you guys at the end of the set. <laughs> but I wanted to play the whole way because otherwise you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But there have been times where you're just being overpowered and you're like, but I just think about, you know, who am I really sticking it to? Mm-hmm. You know, I think if I was at my own show and, and somebody was being shitty or or something, I think I would walk away. But if you're like opening for someone or something, it's just it just kind of comes with it. Mm-hmm. people being super disrespectful or like wasted yeah you just have to think about that check hitting that yeah. wells fargo mm-hmm. business getting that hundred dollar check that's all that's all we <laughs> yeah. yeah we know we know the phoebe bridgers city national account is fucking booming right now that's <laughs> no, no no question that spotify money Woo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. don't talk about the spotify and how much money they pay their artists it's obviously a we lot can relate okay so uh <laughs> What do you are you are you investing this money? You know, there's a lot of talk about Bitcoin and stocks and stonks and NFTs and how are you how are we investing the bag? Um, I have a guy. <laughs> Good I answer. have a guy. Okay, I'm just like I'm not I'm not gonna be stock market GF. I never will be. <laughs> but I mean, um, but you are you are investing it. You're not just letting it sit in the in the bank account for a rainy day. You are playing. I don't think the- so. But I have a lot of, I grew up with no money. Um, and so, and until I was like 20, just was like overdrawing my mm-hmm. uh, bank account constantly. So I have this weird like bank account anxiety. Sure. And I remember the first time I was financially secure, just being like, oh shit, like money actually does buy happiness. <laughs> like it just, it just means that I can drive across town and not worry about my car breaking down. I can do whatever I want. I could go on a road trip by myself right now. I think part of it's just moving out of, you know, your parents' house or whatever, but mm-hmm. it just it was so dark to me. I was like, "Oh, wow. Just I have opportunities now mm-hmm. and time and I'm not consumed by a survival instinct." Um you can finally relax. Yeah, but I still have this residual looking at my bank statements anxiety that makes no sense um like you're afraid to do it yeah like i don't want to think about it ever she doesn't check the price tag or the balance is what Mm. she's saying i've watched my business manager like listen to this and be like oh man i could just fuck (laughs) this person over like wow so so when you when you're uh when you're at nobu in malibu and they bring the check you just hand them the card before just just take it i mean what's the what's the point of looking at it 
What's the like? You're goddamn right. You got to pay also, for it anyway. Also, there's nothing. No matter where I am, um, and this is a huge privilege, but no matter where I am, if if full grown adults are arguing about who ordered what, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't. I also don't want to know which friends of mine are assholes like that. So I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm a big like. I would way rather pay for something than than talk to anybody wow. ever. Ripped, ripped from my mouth. This I've said this so <laughs> yeah. many times. Fuck Venmo. Fuck these cheap Fuck Gen Venmo. Z nerds being like, you you owe me $3.26 for a coffee. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. Yeah. We're off that. It's always my rich friends, too. Like It's always like it's always the rich kids. Of course. Well, that's how they stay rich. You might learn that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> Phoebe Bridger's Republican era. <laughs> well... Fiscally conservative era. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to rule it out. Phoebe Bridgers playing a fundraiser for wait Ronald Reagan. It says <laughs> yeah. here. this is so yep. weird. What is what is what have you splashed out on though? Have you copped a crib like like real shit? Like did you get the G wagon? Like what are we talking about? I do have a Tesla now. Uh, which is oh, like, that's light. That's light work. Jason's got light. a Tesla. Which, He's which, fucking broke. Which Tesla? I'm 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 pretty moderate. I have a Model Y. The Y is a great one. I, that's what black. I, I want to get the I want to get the Y next. See, I love classic. it. It changed my life. Also, <laughs> I didn't realize how much just daily sexual harassment you get at gas stations. Whether it's even just someone staring at you for like the entire time you're filling your gas tank. Like, there's so much I don't miss, especially during COVID. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Jason, I can't really relate to that one, but I, I see your point. Yeah, I, I, point. I do the sexual harassing at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I've never seen Jason get catcalled at the sit go, but I'm sure it could happen. But I've been driving the same. I'm a I'm a weirdo, and also I've I'm a weirdo. Wow, kill me. Uh, <laughs> I've been on tour so long that I don't. There's so much of my life that I hadn't taken care of, like a real adult yeah um again like the no cooking thing i think that also comes from traveling and having someone's full-time job to bring you snacks and feed you mm-hmm. um so there's just so many like in so many ways i grew up really fast and in so many ways i'm so stunted and so i'd had the same apartment and the same prius since i was like mm-hmm. 18 and just this year i moved and i got a new car what and I, just this year yes Yes, just this year. That's how busy she's been. She hasn't even had time to move. Yeah, and and I still like I'm in a house with no furniture. Um, it looks great. But thank you. Uh, this is my one chair that I bought from the people who sold it to me. So, uh, so yeah, I was just you like, can what? I just have throw some of your shit? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, just throw it I in. Just, yeah, I couldn't tell. I, I mean, I really like the place, but I also the lady was such a great interior decorator that I was like, fuck, do I like? this house or do i just like her products do i like her shit so have you been have you been picking up some cooking now that you have the time nope okay um not at all i did i went through like a brief um i was making like almond milk in the first couple weeks of covid honey and and it's a great thing to have under your belt but Mm -hmm. i I prefer oat for coffee and stuff Mm -hmm. it doesn't like become like granular horrible so have, so have you been doing like delivery takeout food? Are you hitting Burger Lords? What's going on? See, y'all, Burger Lords is like my favorite <laughs> restaurant. I was gonna, I've been talking to them about like a, when Travis Scott did the McDonald's meal, I was like, can we please do a Phoebe Bridgers meal? And then I sent, uh, we'd been talking about it for a long time and I sent it, sent your meal to my manager and he was like, fuck, breakfast was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like we were thinking about what to do and i was like what about black burger buns and and the burger lords guy was like that those suck don't make us do that um so i was trying to think of ideas but yeah great call well you know phoebe after this we can talk offline and i'm i'm a master of recipe development we can get it popping sweet yeah we need to find out what your tastes are like which way you lean you know but we i like burger lords too because i hate impossible and i hate um beyond it's gross I, I want something made out of vegetables i don't mind impossible or beyond stuff but i immediately feel like i smoked a pack of marlboro lights and burger lords just it's like the perfect thing it makes you the feel perfect. like you chewed some nicorette instead yeah i love a mush burger like always have <laughs> are you able to cut the line at cookbook like should we call you or is it something that you don't have access you're it's actually a good you're question. not cutting the line at cookbook I'm I'm like a I've I've got my cookbook regimen regime. What am I talking about? I can't hear words anymore. Regalia. But I've, regalia. I've uh. gotten it down where I just go at off times. I would never go on a weekend, but mm. their coffee is like one that it makes you feel like you're gonna have a fucking heart attack in the best way. Um, it gets you I, sprung. I have some in front of me right now. It gets you sprung, <laughs> and I uh, what what? <laughs> yeah, and you're saying and, you're saying you're buying beans. That what what is the brand? No, they're it's hot not, coffee. They're not, just like a I mean, like they a have, cup of drip. Oh, it's a cup the of best Joe. drip coffee. Because I I don't I'm not really a latte guy. I will do it at a place I'm unsure of, mm-hmm. um, like oat milk latte. But it's like a meal, and and cookbook coffee. It's like cowboy coffee, mm-hmm. uh, and like you. It's yeah. It's mm-hmm. dirty. It's motherfucking mud. We get it. It's mud. It's a cup of mud. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We, we love okay, it. Okay, so yeah. you go we like, We're going to sample that. Let me get yeah. a cup of mud. Sample Ru- it. Rustle Do me it. up a cup of mud and let me get some of those flowers over there in the corner. Mm-hmm. And Do you have any yuzu the, butter? The jujusta shit <laughs> is changing my life. Like, they changed ownership. I'm all for it. They got some good, like, pastries and stuff now. Okay. All about it. Well, speak. You said you were you were used to touring and playing all these shows and having the food brought to you. And now you know. Now that you don't have access to that, what what green room foods are you missing? What is my green room? My green room looks like a sober person's fridge. Uh, it's like <laughs> actually Matt from the National came backstage at, at a Julian Baker or like Julian Baker. It was a Boy Genius show, but was like, is this a, a sober, is this a drag stage? I was like, oh no, we all just forgot about alcohol. Um, we used to have like a competition of who could get into their pajamas faster after the show. Um, so, I've, so you got like your Mountain Valley, your hummus. If it's Sabra, it's a bad night. Like some, some hummus, some like... You know, so the Sabra is like your yellow M and M's. If if you see the Sabra, you know it, the whole thing's gonna be fucked. You're flipping the table over if you see the Sabra. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm not. I'm not going on stage until we have some hope avocado spicy hummus in here, and we're gonna have a problem until we do. We need some bitch and sauce. Bitch and sauce is good, but my favorite one is. Oh God, it's got the like little garlic character on mm-hmm. the front of it. You can get one. it at Lassen's and Erwan. It has that like a Greek is name. So good. Yeah, it's and it's so actually fun. cheaper than you realize. Yeah, it's great. So you're saying you just get the fireball out of the mini bar at the hotel then. You don't you don't demand the promoter get it for you. Yeah, I mean, weirdly for vocals lately for all the weird stuff I've been doing, um a nice shot of whiskey is like all you all you need. <laughs> like I used to do all these warm-ups and fuck that. Like you, you are just, you are you really are a cowboy. Just give I, yeah. me a shot of whiskey. Well, let me get two fingers and I'll of Jim Beam for my supper. <laughs> No, Jim Beam won't won't do shit. It's about 
it's Woodford <laughs> Reserve. It's about fucking okay. Uh, like Tony gets this. My producer gets this fancy like Japanese whiskey, mm-hmm. and I I like don't ever drink ever for fun. Um, there's like one <laughs> night a year where I'll like where someone is like, you remember when you got super wasted off like two glasses of wine? Were you always no no drinking? I was straight edge in high school. And then I think Let's my Let's fucking ta- go. Yeah. How did we not know that? I didn't yeah. know you were an Earth Crisis fan like us. That's cool. <laughs> G- glad, good to know that yeah. Phoebe Bridgers confirmed Earth Crisis listener. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I loved like, uh, you know, me without you and like kind of like that squad was so great. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna breeze past we're gonna breeze past the me without you and just go with the Earth Crisis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good for you. You know, glad glad to know glad to know that. Yeah, you know, we all have diverse tastes. That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. wide ranging. Um, and then and then I kind of just was like, well, why like why am I even clinging to this anymore? It makes no sense. It was kind of accidental too. I think I just got into my mid teens and people were like, when you drink for the first time, like do it with me or like people stopped offering mm-hmm. me weed. People stopped, and then it was just like habit. And then when I graduated and, you know, in young adulthood was like, do I like this? And I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did go through a super brief period of uh, ordering only uh, white Russians. <laughs> so all my friends would be at Cha-Cha Lounge and I'd be across the street at Red Lion like, yo, no. they don't have creamer there. Bye. <laughs> I, you know what? I absolutely love a white Russian. If you ever drink one again, the the prince in Koreatown has by far the greatest white Russian in Los Angeles. I can taste it right now. Like that's what's fun about it. It's like oh. such a <laughs> they, they they microplane a little fresh oh. nutmeg on top. You know, really. Opens no way. Up. Oh yeah, dead ass. No way. That's awesome. <laughs> it opens it up. <laughs> okay. Well, thank God. Oh. So you never Are had you- that. You you never had a problem with prescription pills or anything like that. Um. I definitely did. <laughs> like I was straight edge, but I was also uh, prescribed fucking Dexedrine in high school. Well, I don't know what that does. Which is, Let's go. Were you snorting it though, or just regular? It's, no, just it's regular. An, it's it, an it, upper TJ. And it was those little. Yeah, it's like old Ritalin. Um, Got like it. they talk about it in fucking Midnight Cowboy. It's that old. I could see that for you. Well, did you? Are you smoking grass? Mm-mm. I hate weed. Can't. Mm-hmm. I hate it every time. I'm like, I'm chill. I like it, and then. I'll smoke a little bit and like halfway through even inhaling a little bit. I'm like, regret, regret, regret. I, I want to fast forward through this. And I, oh my God, speaking of Erwan, uh, it's come up a lot, but I was doing, I was playing a show and I had like an interview before the show. Um, and we had stopped at Erwan cause it was like, it was, it was past Calabasas or something. And I was like, let's stop at Erwan. Mm-hmm. Got some snacks. I know that location. And of, and of course it's California. So I ate like a Erwan, like a package of Erwan cookies. And then I did this interview and halfway through, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I have dry mouth. Am I having a panic attack? And I never drink or do anything before shows. It just is, I'll get super paranoid. Mm-hmm. So, um, it doesn't like relax me at all. So I, like shaking hands, like look at this package and I had dosed myself. It was like CBD quote unquote, but it had trace THC in it. And the <laughs> serving, <unquote>. the <laughs> serving size was like one and I'd had eight. <laughs> so I, so I had like, it was technically CBD, but to make it work, it has had to have a little THC in it. And sure. I, I had a panic attack and my mom took a photo of me with like a family friend that night. And my eyes are like bloodshot red. <laughs> like, so, so I yeah, I have like no tolerance whatsoever. So you overdosed on CBD cookies. 
I overdosed on heroin. <laughs> I mean, that's a sign of success, my friend. Yeah, totally. All right, Bridgers. Thank you so much for potting with us. Yeah. Phoebe, thank you for joining us. Um, Did you have any questions for us before we leave you? Um, no. Okay. No, th- thanks. You're welcome. You know, thank you for sp- f- fitting us into your busy schedule. Good luck with the Grammy Awards. They're coming soon. I know you're, you're nominated. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, we'll be cheering along from home um, for the virtual ceremony, which I, you know, I can't wait to watch on Zoom. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bye. Wait, Th- wait, wait. Thank wait. you. Wait. Yeah. Off the record. Yes. Can we? Of course. Oh my God. Well, if okay. you want, we can stop I... recording. Yes. Okay, I'll stop recording. Uh, okay. <laughs>